0: So hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of One Copper and Two Sugars. <laughs> so um, as you know, every month um, I like to find and stalk cool, cool, creative women who I think, oh, what do they do? I need to know more about what they do, and like who I find inspiring and interesting. And like so, on my searches of like stalking people, I found this lovely lady. <laughs> i'm laughing so i found this lovely lady who has who actually has her own other podcast as well which and i'm like oh my gosh finally nice to meet someone else that has it oh follow finally nice to meet someone else who has a podcast but yeah i'll introduce her in the moment so um her podcast is called fashion originators and it's for fashion entrepreneurs and the lovely lady is called stephanie erwin say hey hey
1: (laughs) This is so weird, being on the other end of an interview. Wow.
0: <laughs> that is funny. Okay, so I always tell people to like to introduce themselves and describe themselves in three words and also what their philosophy is. So take it away.
1: Great. I'm Stephanie Irwin. I am a fashion industry professional. I work in digital marketing and I have a podcast alongside my full-time day job. oh. oh in the fashion industry, so it's quite it's quite full on. And on my podcast, I interview people at all stages of having a fashion business. So I've interviewed the founder of Lululemon. I've also interviewed my friends who've graduated from Central Saint Martins designing bags. <laughs> like the guests I have are of all ages, what would pretty much brings them together though, um. unites them is the fact that I think they're cool. <laughs> so in the way it's just like my kind of a selfish means for me to talk to cool people
0: <laughs> <laughs> what you gotta do what you gotta do
1: <laughs> exactly
0: oh okay and so three words to describe yourself
1: hmm this is a tricky one but i'd say first one is i'm a really curious person so if i learn about something new if i read about something new i'm always reading all the time i look into it i what do what i can to learn about it oh my gosh At the moment, I'm reading a book, actually fiction, because I'm trying to read more fiction lately, by Murakami called Men Without Women. (laughs) It's a series of short stories. Oh, okay. I like
0: short stories, to be fair. That's a good one. Yeah.
1: It's really good. And he's an award-winning, amazing author. But it's not like his writing isn't dense. It's actually really interesting and thoughtful. I'm also reading a book by, have you heard of the stationery company called Kiki K? No. They do really pretty stationary and the lady who started the business, she created this book called, I actually have it here in my bag, called um, Your Dream Life Starts Here. Oh. And I like I like books like this because it occasionally it allows you to take some time to just evaluate where you're at mm. with your own life and your goals. So I was doing a little bit of that before coming here.
0: Oh.
1: So, is nice. <laughs> so curious the first one, God, that was long-winded. Um the second one I'd say is I'm really loyal to my friends. So I'm and just in general as a person like when you're my friend I will do anything for oh. you. It takes a lot for someone for me to consider someone a friend, but when someone's my friend and that's I will. Good. that's
0: good. that's a that's a very good trait to have. So yeah, so well done.
1: So I I think I'm loyal. <sighs> I also think um that I that I'm humorous too. So even in the most dark situations, I find a way to <laughs> laugh, which is a good and a bad thing.
0: Well, well, at least you can Maybe. see the good side of things. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not down in the dump all the time.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: And what do you believe your philosophy is?
1: My philosophy is that there's there's enough room for all of us. Put simply, I think especially women feel like in their careers, in their life, in their industry that there's a limited amount of space for us and heck even in fashion especially it's known for being quite cutthroat and everyone thinks oh there's so few jobs there's no space there's only one of us can make it and so when you see someone who's similar to you it's easy and I used to be like this to feel threatened and to feel or if someone has something you want to feel kind of jealous and think oh great they're gonna get this and I'm not going to but it's taken you know a bit of time I'm not I'm not that old but (laughs) it's taken like it's taken having a being compared to my sister constantly when I was young uh for me to realize that you know no matter how similar someone may seem to you we all have different goals at the end of the day and there is enough space for all of us so I my goal is just a person is to to uplift other people in in that sense yeah
0: oh loving it so obviously people are gonna realize you don't have a British accent so where are you originally from?
1: I, I've tried to I've tried to develop a British accent. No, don't work. ever
0: change your accent. <laughs> no, I love it. Don't ever change your accent.
1: I'm from Canada, actually. Yeah. And where
0: where in Canada are you from?
1: I grew up in a town outside of Vancouver called Kelowna. Kelowna. So the town is known for being not really a place where young people grow their careers, but more of a place where you get retired or you get oh, married. Okay, okay. No. So it's for- like he would
0: be like going to like live in in Devon exactly the old yeah. Somerset, yeah yeah
1: it's pretty but not really somewhere that's has like pop yeah okay yeah. yeah
0: so it's not like living in, it's not like living in like central london per se no, or that, okay, well, okay the
1: fashion scene is
0: board shorts and
1: like, <laughs> hemp shops
0: <laughs> it's and the vibe things of that nature okay <laughs> so so before we like delve in how would you would you say that you prefer living in london or or you or would you go back and live in canada or you think, oh, you know, I really like it here. Or, or sometimes you do things and you think, that's a really British thing. Like, you know, like.
1: I, I love living in Britain. Aww. I love the culture here. I love that, especially in London, you can literally meet anyone you want. For me, it was really inspiring. The first summer that I spent in London was interning for a fashion magazine called Love Magazine. Aww. And on the... Like within my first week, I was on a photo shoot assisting and Gigi Hadid was the main model. (laughs) And it was just an insane experience. And the week before I'd started that internship, I met one of my fashion industry idols, Susie Menkes, who's like a world famous fashion critic. And it's just insane seeing these people in the flesh who I admired for so long from far away, just living back in small town Canada. (laughs) And so I'm, I just really thrive off of that energy and just being just knowing that I'm yeah. near those people is is really inspiring for me right now
0: Aww. so did you go so did you go to uni in London or did you go to uni in Canada?
1: I went to uni in Scotland actually oh, okay then <laughs> which, which seems very random Scotland yeah is not it really cold
0: but I don't know, you know, you live in Canada so it's cold in Canada so. yeah yeah it's a,
1: it's, a, it's the wind in Scotland though it's brutal the
0: wind I can imagine the wind chill like.
1: Just, it's it's real. Just
0: slapping your face.
1: Love a good Scottish accent, though. Do you? Must say.
0: I don't even understand what to. be... Oh yeah, it's funny when I'm when I come outside of London and like I hear another accent. I find it really hard to hear what they say, and I'm always saying pardon. And they're like, they're like, but you have an accent as well. And I'm like, yeah, I know, <laughs> but it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But so, what did you study there then?
1: I studied English lit. Actually, oh, did you? Yeah.
0: Check you out. I Reading w- <laughs> bookworm.
1: I'm a, I'm a bit of a nerd in that sense, but. I was, I was always, I I always felt a bit strange compared to everyone else at my uni because most people wanted to go into management consulting and banking and I never really felt like I had a place. So.
0: (laughs) You're like, yeah, okay. So how did you get into fashion then? Because I know obviously out, so what do you do as you're like nine to five? Has it compared to you like, how did you fall into that job role? If, if obviously you started English lit, I would think you're going to be an English teacher. <laughs> so.
1: Everyone always says that, but how I how I came into my job in in digital marketing for a large fashion e-commerce company that a lot of <laughs> a lot of people have heard of, I'd say. <laughs> but I. Essentially, I'll I'll go back to at the beginning of uni because I went into uni thinking I was going to become a lawyer. Oh, okay. In Canada, how it works: you do your undergrad before you go to law school. It's it's like a two step process. Oh, you okay. can't just go to law school. But I remember during the first week of Freshers' Fair, this the student paper was recruiting for editors for various sections of the paper, and the fashion section was for a small like Scottish university. <laughs> the fashion section of the newspaper it's it's not very serious, but. Something inside me when I received that Freshers Fair email that I somehow signed up for <laughs> um some, it was just calling to me that I should apply for it and I applied and for the re- interview I was super nervous.
0: Oh. You I wouldn't even don't come across as a nervous person. So I can imagine you thinking, yeah, I'm gonna go and then I'm gonna boss it. Oh,
1: I used to be like a mute
0: oh. as
1: a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally go see how long I could go without speaking. <laughs> it was it was yeah dark times anyways <laughs> so for that interview i was just so passionate about my love for fashion and to the point where i left this interview with my peers for a position on the student paper that's not legitimate in any sense <laughs> <laughs> i left just i called my mom and i thought i'm pursuing the wrong thing oh and i just started looking into a career in fashion i thought how could i make this work because mm. i thought i'm like i want to make a, dec- a decent living for yeah, myself course, and yeah. the stereotype of fashion is that you can't yeah so. they get
0: paid they also they get paid peanuts yeah i'm just like still
1: true <laughs> oh no but um it's st- still true for a lot of professions within fashion but i'm i'm more on the corporate side yeah so no. you do
0: digital marketing for yeah. a fashion company yeah and how long you've been doing it for
1: I uh, actually just started a new job. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was, I was, my first out of uni well, was... Well, check you out. My first out of uni was, was a PR assistant for a, a small fashion brand that's oh, okay. fairly close to here. I used to work for Bella Freud. Oh, okay. She does like these jumpers that say 1970 on them. <laughs> <laughs> Related to Sigmund, the, oh, the great okay. psychoanalysis. Never heard
0: of it? Yeah, Sigmund Freud. Oh, Sigmund Freud. Oh, the, <laughs> oh, I think, okay, yeah. And that's from psychology. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right and but now you work in so you not so you used to be a PR assistant but yeah. now you do digital marketing.
1: Yeah, I wanted to be more specialized and more with technology. Yeah. Because so
0: why well, are you like a techie person?
1: Yeah, oh. I find it I find it really interesting and I love PR. I love communicating with people and that sort of thing. But managing a sample closet and just the role was. It was it was amazing, and I loved everyone I work with. It was a fab experience, but I just wanted to be in something more tech focused.
0: Okay, yeah. So, would you say that has is that what led you to start doing your podcast? Would you say so? Because how why did you why would you say or how did you start your podcast? I would say
1: I started my podcast the the summer after I graduated uni, actually. Which, gosh, it's only been a year and a half, and during that during that summer, I had drinks with a friend of mine in Toronto and on as, the, as you do as, as one does I went <laughs> ba- I went back in Canada back to Canada for a bit uh for for visa reasons oh, okay all good now
0: All <laughs> oh, good well done um
1: but I, I was catching up with a friend and I was telling him about this idea I had for a podcast that I was writing out on when I was on the plane because I got really into podcasts through one of my internships that oh, I did okay. in London and I was telling him, oh, I just really want to interview young fashion designers on a podcast. And I was going on about it. And my friend has zero interest in fashion. But he said, that sounds really amazing. I would listen to it when I was expressing my ideas to him. And yeah. I thought, I can't tell if you're full of it right now. <laughs> but,
0: so that's how you started it. OK, so. Yeah. A
1: little encouragement.
0: Yeah, no, And it goes a long way because that's how I started mine. Like my, my friend telling me, oh, Cristobal. You like, because I wanted to be a radio presenter but then that didn't work out and, and then he was just like oh why didn't you do a podcast I was like okay and they're like here I am now but then that's because but if he had said no or like don't do the podcast I wouldn't have done it because a I didn't know what it was <laughs> and b was like his encouragement was just like oh yeah you can do it you can do it so I totally understand how like from because from you said last year summer till now yeah. so it's like it's that's been like a year and a bit I would say so maybe like last you started in august
1: in like october yeah i remember yeah. yeah when i was
0: like stalking your page i, <laughs> I was like stalking your face we
1: had we had a bit of a bet actually me and me and my friend so he said you need to start it by this um, christmas time oh, you okay. need to have at least seven episodes recorded and i thought damn
0: so here we so, go so how often do you um record and how often do you like basically kind of post your podcast is it like every month is it every two weeks is it every when week I,
1: <laughs> when i first started i did weekly for a little did bit you? which was very intense now i do every other week
0: oh, okay so every okay
1: but i record whenever i can
0: oh do you okay fair enough yeah because i don't know how people do every, Anyone that does their podcast every week i, I take my hat off to them because i can't even get guests sometimes i'm thinking oh my gosh how am i gonna do it every week but it's good that you're able to do it every two weeks. So, do you do you go to the guests, or do they come to you, or like how do you how do you kind of like go about recording, or like or finding people, I would say, and then recording the podcast?
1: Finding people definitely comes in waves. So sometimes I feel like I'm inundated with emails, and other times it's completely dry.
0: <laughs> so do they come to you, or do you come to them? It's both. Oh, okay, really? Okay.
1: I. I remember I did a podcasting workshop at General Assembly with this guy named Mark LaRouste who has his own podcast called The Unconventionalists, which I highly recommend. Oh, I
0: saw you post... Did you yeah. post that yesterday? I saw that, yeah. Yeah,
1: he really, he really inspires me. And he essentially was the one who introduced me to what equipment I need, how to interview, just the basics of podcasting. Yeah. He he doesn't do the workshop anymore, but he's still a wealth of knowledge and on oh, his okay. website and stuff if yeah, I'll definitely anyone have one out help. there yeah. wants to, to start one and... Yeah, so I, I gained a lot of insight from, from him.
0: So do you record in like a studio or do you like just do it wherever and ever?
1: I have a recorder called a Zoom H4n <laughs> Pro. It's a bit of a dinosaur machine. I'd say it's the size of, gosh, it's the size of a tin can. I only say that because the tin can is right there. <laughs> it's about that size. And there's long cords that I that I stick into it with mics. And then that.
0: And that's it, really?
1: Yeah, i take it anywhere. Ideally, avoid echoey spaces. Yeah,
0: that's, like... I remember when I was, like, researching places to do podcasts and there someone was, like, in a cupboard. And I was like, what? <laughs> they said, yeah, like, just because of the sound. Because because uh, when you're, like, obviously how we're talking now, you don't really realise the echo sound. But then once you play it back, you're like, oh, my gosh, look at that sound. So, yeah, I remember... Because I remember I interviewed someone somewhere and we were literally in a cupboard (laughs) like it was so tight space but i just didn't want the echo sound so yeah don't you have to find somewhere even someone even said to me sitting on the floor and putting a towel over your head i was like come on that's so silly one of the
1: one of the first interviews i ever did which i didn't end up using was actually with dior bediaco of pepper your talk oh yeah and i interviewed her over the phone because we couldn't arrange for a time in person because our both of our schedules were super mad at the time and the airbnb i was staying in because i didn't even have my flat yet in london <laughs> the airbnb i was staying in literally had the acoustics of a tin can like when you walk into the bedroom you could almost even hear an echo walking no into the bedroom way. and i knew it was going to be a bit of a mess after i'd recorded it and then i listened to it and i thought this is like beyond <laughs>
0: oh no Oh gosh I know trust me I know that feeling so like obviously with podcasts like I, I love my podcast I'm, I, but I have days when I'm just like this is making me feel sick sort of thing so like do you have like what are your pros and cons would you say of like doing it for a year how, what has happened how do you feel for your podcast like, the pro side of it and the con side of it
1: I'll start with the pros okay. the pros are it gives you a great excuse to reach out to people that you've always wanted to speak to and interact with I've learned a ton. I go in with the mindset of I'm still quite early on in my career and I'm just here to learn from other people mm. who have different experiences and a different background. And I just come to them with curiosity and questions and not from a place of knowing everything, yeah. and from a place of wanting to engage with them. So I think when you have that kind of mindset towards a conversation with someone, it results in something pretty awesome usually. So I've made a lot of friends through it as well because you just connect with people yeah. and you get a sense of your vibe, you know. Um, Cons-wise, I'd say it is It is stressful to, to feel like you need to put out content constantly. And thinking about, oh, this episode needs to be good is hard. That's yeah. just a lot of pressure to put on yourself. And I guess another con would be, I'm an introvert.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I... The definition of introvert that I go by is that you gain energy through spending time by yourself. And if I do too many interviews in a row, I get really tired and really drained. Mm. So it's important for me to have that space so the episodes I record can actually
0: be good Yeah,
1: and not me being half asleep.
0: No, of course. Yeah. You like, you want it to, you want to feed off each other sort of thing. You don't want it to be like, cause I think when you keep on doing it, it might be like, you don't, maybe you don't have the same energy you have for the first one or for the second one. Is that what you mean? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I can relate to that. I think that's why I do it every month. Because mm-hmm. if I did it any, any, because like, I could, you probably could do it every two weeks, but then, it's not like sometimes you can't be bothered, but some days you're thinking, oh, I, have to, I have to do this podcast today. <laughs> like, and then you don't want to go in there, that sort of energy, but then you want to kind of go in there with a fresh face. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, is that what you mean?
1: Totally. Yeah. I've had to record some episodes at seven in the morning.
0: <laughs> Are you being serious?
1: I went to Before Work uh, for the episode I recorded with my friend Annabelle, who has a blog called The Psychology of Fashion, and she writes for Business of Fashion as well. She's a she's a really cool person, but I went to her house at 7 in the morning before work, and she made me a massive cup of coffee, Aww. and I was really touched she was willing to make time for me because her schedule is mad too, but... But yeah, it was a lot getting up that early. But it's I a- can
0: imagine 7 a.m. Yeah, the hustle is real. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. So like you interview some people that I, and I obviously, because I, obviously I'm not from the fashion world. So when I look on your page, I'm like, he's that person. He's that person. He's that person? <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm intrigued because I like to I like to look at other podcasts and see what they do. And like I not say I feed off yours, but I look for, yours for inspiration because I think, gosh, yeah, like I think she knows what she's doing. Like. I still obviously record in the studio, so, you know, but you kind of go out and find people and I think that's really good. So, who's been, like, probably your best person that you've interviewed and you kind of think, like, you were gobsmacked to even meet them?
1: Oh, wow. What's interesting is when just because someone is famous or high status yeah. or known by other people, it doesn't necessarily mean they'll make for a good interview. Very true. <laughs> One interview I did that actually hasn't come out yet is with the founder of an app called Style Council, now called NT. Her name is Sophia Matviva and her and I just clicked. Aww. We just had the most incredible conversation. Nothing's been cut out of our conversation it it just flowed, yeah. And she's just an incredibly inspiring, strong female business founder. Amazing. Of the episodes that I have released, one of my favorites was definitely with my one of my favorite YouTubers, Hot Lamode. And it's surreal because when I interviewed him, he probably had around like twenty thousand subscribers, and now he has like almost a hundred k and he is from new
0: york Aww, i became best city in the world i
1: became obsessed with his podcast the summer that i was toying oh, with the idea. as well N- oh sorry oh,
0: sorry <laughs> <laughs> he, his
1: youtube channel oh, I okay bring. um i became obsessed with his youtube channel over the summer and i reached out to him because i discovered that he was actually doing a study abroad in london
0: oh so so he, okay yeah so we had to see him.
1: the most Hilarious
0: conversation, Aww. and he swore
1: a fair amount. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fine, fine. I see. Because you met that woman, I don't forget her. I've done it. She like she has those glasses, and she Iris. has like white hair. Is it? I don't do you know Iris what, Apple? I think that's her name. And they, and they made a film. They make a film about her. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, she met her. Like,
1: yeah. I can like hit
0: like how is she in person?
1: I didn't interview her for my podcast. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I tried, but she she is just really a total legend and that she does not care she will tell you what she thinks of certain people in the industry she will tell you what what she thinks of certain designers if she hasn't heard of someone she's like i don't know who that person is don't care
0: <laughs> don't care Yeah. she's
1: she's just fabulous yeah. and the way she dresses she just layers on all these beautiful feathers and fabrics and She's definitely someone who inspires yeah. me. She's very articulate as well.
0: I can imagine. Oh, I, I just thought, wow, check her out. So, <laughs> no, honestly, I was thinking, how did she find this lady? So, um, do you, so. I know you do like writing on the side as well. Cause you've got a blog, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And it's is it Motivation Monday that you sometimes you do on Instagram? Is it? Yeah. Is it Monday? Is it Monday Mentals?
1: Yeah, I've changed it actually okay. to Monday Mentors Monday because Mentors. I was. Motivation Monday came about because. I felt like I still have, I have more to say beyond just my podcast and I want to put some content on my website too and just reshare a link to an episode in the blog post. So I would share the, a lot of my work in fashion I found has, I've gotten through it because I've had to develop a strong mind. So each week I just riff on things that my friends and I have been talking about or issues that people have brought up mm. to me, or issues I've faced at work. But yeah, now it's transitioned more into Monday mentors. Yeah. when I, because I love researching cool yeah. people. So each week I I research cool people.
0: And you do it every single Monday.
1: Yeah, weekly.
0: Weekly. I, I can imagine. It's
1: not too long though. <laughs> no, no. It's
0: like I just thought, oh, this is different because I so saw on your blog. What else? Like, what things do you talk about on your blog? Then.
1: On my on my blog, I pretty much just do the podcast episodes so then i have the yeah, so the that. episode was... description and the podcast episode and then i do monday mentors where i talk about someone who's really cool in the industry who i would define as a quote-unquote fashion originator maybe someone who i'd see who i see is almost too famous and cool for me to talk to <laughs> <laughs> still working on that imposter syndrome thing you know but
0: yeah. No, that is funny. No, it's good though. Because I, I was, as I'm stalking, I was like, oh, like, but I, read, you know, like, I was trying to figure out how you did that scrolling thing for your podcast. I was like, that's really cool. <laughs> I was like, that's really cool. So apart from that, do you write for like other, other publications or is it just just your blog?
1: I found that writing for other people was very time consuming. And I love getting other people's input on my writing and I find it really helpful I've written for a few other websites, but now I like to just focus on my own, Mm. my own work. I've really had to narrow down what I do. Otherwise I think I would go crazy and just feel really burned out. So right now I'm, I've read a book recently called Essentialism. That's, it's all about really honing your life down to smaller amount of things, doing essentially doing only things that you want to do and keeping it as narrow as you possibly as possibly can can. so a narrow deep focus on whatever you pursue
0: Mm. so I when I was obviously stalking your Instagram (laughs) I saw that like you like to travel a lot you're always away I'm thinking where's this because like I was in this country (laughs) I was in this country so like would you do you did you like travel blogging or do you just kind of like is that for more of the content well this this was on your personal page when i went into proper stalking <laughs> so i went into proper stalking and i was like she loves trainers like she's got these cool trainers on her page yeah. so and i was just like oh so do you is that like a hobby thing or you just like you just like traveling
1: um with the trainers first of all i had a fashion blog in university oh okay it was it was called princess and trainers where the whole concept was is i Really had cool, elegant, feminine clothes that I would pair with sneakers, and each week it would be sneakers. like a different look with sneakers. <laughs> that was my whole concept, but as for the traveling, just being from Canada, I naturally have to travel to oh, go yeah. home and I pretty much just if i if I want to go somewhere and I find a way to go there, then i you then just I do. go yeah,
0: do you usually travel alone or do you yeah, alone? it's do you? Tra- okay.
1: traveling alone is something i I do a fair amount and if i if you find a great hostel and a cheap flight it's not not too bad yeah, i'm so scared
0: to stay in hostels you know? Don't really? know yeah because when i went to was it berlin i can't remember where i went but i think it was berlin so it was we went for a half marathon so it was me and my friends that were staying in this room but it was a hostel so i, so I thought oh, we're all in the one room but then there was like it was a bunk bed but there was one space left on the bunk bed so i, yeah. I had a on thinking oh that means they're going to put someone else in this room that we don't know. That was, that I kept on thinking that. And we came back and there was someone in the room that we didn't know. And since then, it's put me up, I can't do it because I think I have to share a room with someone that I don't know. And that's my fear. I just thought they're going to kill me when I'm sleeping. That's what
1: I am <laughs> thinking. It's an adventure.
0: They <laughs> kept on, I thought like, they're going to kill me when honestly I was, and I, even though there was, we were like, there's, there's one two three four there's five there's five of us and this there was was this man in the room which is there but he just left in the morning but i was still so scared like so that's why i wouldn't that's why when people say yeah it's in the hospital i'm just like no i can't do it
1: airbnbs aren't too bad yeah airbnbs yeah if you do a room in someone's house yeah
0: that would not be too bad because it's like like a family home you know (laughs) you (laughs) know i mean i just i just get really scared so where would you say so far like your favorite place that you've been to
1: I'd say Stockholm, Sweden. I spent... It was actually the first trip I ever took alone, mainly because I was going to go with a friend of mine, and she was being a bit flaky about it. So I thought, you know what? Lots of people always talk about, you know, be an independent woman, travel alone, and Sweden's super safe. So I went there, and I just... It was so liberating. (laughs) It was so liberating. And... How, many, I, I got, how long did you go for? I was there for five days. Oh, okay. It's a considerable amount of time. And I got there and it occurred to me, I can go anywhere I want for food. I can go anywhere I want for shopping, any gallery at any time that I want. Like, no one else can control yeah. it. Like, I can be super selfish. That's true, it was, yeah. It was nice to have those those five days to, to me. And
0: where have you been that you think, I'm not coming here again? <laughs> have you had that experience?
1: Um... I just I didn't really vibe with Mexico personally. Oh, don't you? It was, it was what a part while of Mexico ago? did you go to? Um, I went to like the Mine Riviera.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Got a
1: really bad sunburn. <sighs>
0: oh no! Maybe maybe you should try Puerto Vallarta. It's quite far, but you I think you'd probably like it there, Puerto Vallarta because it's, mm. it's it's Puerto Vallarta isn't how Cancun looks. Do you get what I mean? Like if you've been seeing like, how Cancun because it's very like. Cause Cancun to me is like a made-up place, whereas Puerto yeah. Vallarta is really pretty and yeah. like they've got like a marina and it's really nice. So, like, if you maybe try that side of Mexico, yeah, yeah.
1: Also, some places in the south of France I think are a bit overrated. You <laughs> think so? Unpopular opinion. Seriously? Yeah. Of
0: course. Okay. <laughs> I've not, I, I wouldn't even have thought that. So, where's where's your where's like your next destination to go to?
1: My next destination, I. Am dreaming of traveling to Japan. Oh. I love the style in Tokyo and the energy and How the culture. How long's the flight time? I don't know. Quite long. It might be, bru- it might
0: be brutal. <laughs> I can imagine.
1: I think so. But my trick for long flights is to watch two or three movies in the beginning. So then that just makes it feel shorter.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Actually, yeah.
1: time flies
0: yeah it does yeah watch a cheesy rom-com before you know it you're there you're there no it's true i can (laughs) so like okay so what tips would you give to someone who wants to start a podcast like specifically like in the fashion industry
1: first of all i would say is to have a clear concept because a lot of people well, especially now i feel like the podcast scene is growing in the uk more and more
0: when i people didn't even know yeah that and the app was on your phone now everyone knows it everyone was like oh there's a podcast app i was like yeah it's on your phone literally it's grown so quickly but sorry to cut you but yes grown so quickly
1: think of think of your unique perspective what you have to say and what interests you about the industry specifically and if you don't know you can find that out by reading online talking to people and thirdly just have a bet with a friend (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who will shame you if you don't start it? Order the expensive recording device on Amazon and then you know there's no going back.
0: No, sure, yeah. So would you recommend any sort of equipment that they should buy or things that things that they shouldn't really waste their money on? Well, to a, to a certain degree, you need
1: audio equipment. But there's also a point where you just need to just do it yeah. and record. So if you're really resistant or maybe it's just not within your budget at the moment or like it would take a bit of time to save up for, just record on your iPhone and get a lapel mic. That's, it's better than not recording anything. Yeah, it's true. I try to to go by the attitude of the only thing worse than creating a shitty blog or podcast is not creating one at all. Having the desire to create one and not doing it. So just pushing your work out there, having a unique perspective are two keys for me. And just having some friend accountability.
0: Yeah. And don't record in a room that hasn't got like good sound because you'll hate your life when you play back. Trust me.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. don't chew.
0: Oh, I hey, hate people chew when they're like in the podcast and you can hear them like chewing really loud. I've some heard, people like that. I can't bear it. I'm like, it's I weird. I don't want to hear <laughs> what you've had for lunch. But yeah, <laughs> or what you're having. But yeah, oh, this has been really cool. Like, speaking kind of a podcaster person really good so now we're going to go into tea time roundup (laughs) (laughs) so tea time roundup basically is when i ask you fire round of questions and i say fire round. the key word is fire so that means it's quick in a fire round because i'll ask you a question it has to be really quick you can't think about it too for too long yeah yeah no but the reason why i say this because you ask people a question and they're like Uh, And I'm just like, oh, you've spooked the fire around. But basically, it's literally quick, but it's easy questions. So don't worry. All right. So tea or coffee? Coffee. Breakfast, brunch, or dinner? Breakfast. What's your current obsession?
1: Silicon Valley TV show. Oh,
0: where is that show on that everyone talks about? Is it on Netflix? Yeah. Isn't it? Okay.
1: Wide leg jeans as well. Wide leg jeans?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Flared jeans. (laughs) Flared jeans. uh heels flats or trainers trainers and what are your favourite trainers
1: my favourite trainers are a pair of Adidas Y3s yeah, Y3s uh, Yoji Yamamoto I
0: thought he was going to say that was it the OGs that you had on your page was it
1: the OGs Nike Cortez no you had the like- Forest Gump shoes I'm obsessed with those as well oh okay
0: <laughs> 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 okay um I was, was going to say what book are you reading at the moment but You obviously said that before. So is it your dream? Life starts here. Was it?
1: Yeah. And men without women by Murakami.
0: And if you were, if you could be locked up in any building overnight, what building would it be? Selfridges, I feel like that would be really fun. (laughs) Yeah. So much to do. (laughs) Okay. So name five people that you would have at your tea party and four songs you would have on your playlist.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, five people that I'd love to have at a tea party. The first one would be um, Imran Ahmed, the founder of Business of Fashion. The (laughs) second one would be my mom, because my mom is awesome. Um, The third one would be my dog, my wiener dog, Buddha. He counts as a person, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) The fourth one would be uh, Dior Badiako, the founder of Pepper Your Top. I love the way you say her surname. Yeah, it's probably... I'm butchering the pronunciation. I'm (laughs) definitely sure of that one. And Sophia Matviva, the founder of the app NT.
0: And four songs you'd have on your playlist.
1: For the party or just
0: in general? For the party.
1: For the party. Oh, gosh. Um, hmm.
0: Because it's a tea party, remember? Yeah. It's a tea party.
1: This is is a tricky one, but I'd say um, some S.G. Lewis... Oh, I like S.G. Lewis. Yeah, S.G. Yeah. Lewis, Warm. It's a good track. Yeah. Uh, first one. Second one, I really enjoy Kendrick Lamar. So...
0: Bit of Kendrick.
1: Yeah. Some Levitate. <laughs> You know, if, if things will get really, things will get really popping yeah. with my mom and my dog and on Ahmed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because with a playlist for a party, it's like there's music I'm into and then there's music that I feel like I would be into that would also suit the vibe. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot. You need that, yeah. Also Caribou is really chill. And Bonnie Iver. Bonnie Iver. Um, anything by Caribou, Bonnie Iver. And gosh, Anderson Pock as well is really good. Album Malibu.
0: Good playlist there.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, basically a bunch of artists and albums rather than actual tracks. Yeah, that, yeah. I
0: was about to say she's got the whole album on there. <laughs> that That's more funny. than five tracks. Babe. No, but it'll be. A, but in that way, like you won't run out of music. So it's bit it's good vibes flowing good vibes exactly yeah oh i wanted to say thank you so much for coming on my podcast it's always a pleasure because people don't understand like the fear in my heart when i ask people to come on my podcast i'm not even uh. joking the fear i'm like oh they're gonna say no yeah so it was good that I, like i get to kind of like speak to someone who's got a podcast and kind of just like just kind of someone can hear I, well, I can not, not hear, but I can, like, kind of, like, vent to people and, like, and be like, yeah, I understand. So it was really good. Honestly, I thank you so much for coming to my podcast. Thank you. So this is, like, the time where you kind of plug yourself. So you kind of Great. let people know, like, where they can get in touch with you or how they can get to know you more and they can listen to your podcast. Yeah, So take course. it away.
1: First of all, though, I want to say one thing before I do before I <laughs> that
0: plug. <laughs> before we is... just a
1: plug? Yeah. Is that if you are listening right now, you want to start something. I have a challenge for you. Make a list of 10 people you want to have on your podcast that you think would never want to come on your podcast and then contact all of them. And because I did that, because Mark LaRoost encouraged me to do that, that's how I got the founder of Lululemon to talk to me. So on that note, <laughs> if you want to listen to that interview... <laughs> Great plug! I'm Fashion Originators podcast. You can find me on Apple Podcasts or Libsyn and on fashionoriginators.com. If you want to engage on the the Instagram, you can find me at Fashion Originators podcast or at Steffi Irwin if you want to keep up with my travels.
0: Oh, do you have Twitter?
1: I don't. Don't you? No, I probably should though. Yeah, you
0: should. I feel like you'll be a good Twitter person. Oh, you have like you've. I think it would be interesting. I like the pictures and then, like, because, and like, maybe, like, a, like you know, like when you people write tweets and stuff. I think you would be good at that. Oh. You should definitely go on it.
1: I, I feel overwhelmed with the amount of platforms that keep popping up. Popping up. up but but Twitter's like, Twitter's old an school. OG, though.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> an old, yeah. I'm not going to say it's an old school, yeah, but yeah. But you should definitely think about Twitter as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. Maybe I will. You- Stay tuned.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. And do you have any, like, when's your next podcast coming out? Or do you have that one coming that you can want them to tell them about?
1: How soon will this episode come <laughs> out? Well, it's
0: probably be like, like in the, like, the next three days.
1: Oh, sweet. So actually this Friday I'm releasing a new episode with the founder of the app called NT. So I do episodes every other week, but this coming Friday is when the episode will be out.
0: So, oh, yay. perfect. Oh, thank you so much again, my lovely. And I just wanted to say thank you as always, guys, for listening to my podcast. And as always, I want you to follow on i would say netflix why would i say netflix but i, gonna, I don't know how i've got netflix on my mind i was gonna, um please follow me on twitter and on instagram and uh, it's one cuppa two sugars and also if you want to find me on apple itunes it's one cuppa two sugars and i will see you again next month. Well, i won't see you i'll be here next month <laughs> so guys yeah <laughs> i'll be back next month <laughs>